There's one thing you need to understand, an announcement going out across campus that something has happened and that we're all supposed to return immediately to our dorms is like the one thing that will make me want to do the exact opposite. So while Beatrix books it back to the dorms, like the good little prefix she is, I of course keep my eyes and ears open for any tidbits or clues, like the investigator I am. And that's how I find out a crucial bit of information. According to the faculty, Talia Time was taken to the nurse's office after an incident in the southeastern lockers. My investigations are cut short when Julia takes it upon herself to ensure that I make it back safely to my dorm, but my brain is already churning through what I know of Talia, captain of the archery team and member of the spring party planning committee, which isn't much, but it's a start. The next morning, when I'm able to reconnect with Jack and Beatrix, I find out another little interesting bit of information. Jack's brother Teddy somehow managed to fall asleep when he went to investigate the lockers. And while I don't believe in ghosts and spirits any more than I believe in a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, I believe that Jack believes that she can see her dead brother as a ghost. And so when she expresses her concern about our investigation and that, quote, something weird is going on at the lockers, I don't entirely dismiss it out of hand. Only a little, because if I'm going to bother spending time investigating something, I'm going to hope that it's at least a little weird, or at the very least, a little challenging to make it worth my while. After I grab my camera from the society club room, we make our way out to the lockers, when who should we spy standing in our way other than our good friend and bridge guardian, Julia. Despite the fact that she seems to find me an untrustworthy individual, she lets slip that two girls made their way out here earlier in the morning and passed out, joining the ranks in the nurse's office. So now we find ourselves with three unconscious girls and no concrete idea as to what is happening in the lockers. All in all, a delightful start to what promises to be a challenging mystery. The problem is, however, that as soon as we make our way out onto the sports pitch, things become fuzzier, and it's a noticeable effort to move our limbs. And despite all logical reason, I find myself falling asleep where I stand. So Jack and Beatrix, you are walking through this area, like feeling like this soft, ambient fiddle, um, like the jingling of some sort of bell. And then you hear a slump as Arden behind you just full on passes out. <laughs> Arden walking with full confidence and just face plants. 
<laughs> I, I, I could just picture like that thump happens and Beatrix and I look round, look at each other and look back at her. Uh, Arden on the floor just like, ah, we should um, get her up. Well, uh, kneel down. Oh, wait, my mum's the school nurse. I will just like, I know some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll like smack her on the cheek a couple of times. Be like, Arden. Arden. So, before we handle Arden waking up, let's talk about Arden asleep. Yeah. Arden, you are lying on the floor uh, near the southeast lockers. Uh, and there was an old man in uh, faded coveralls holding a broom standing over you. Uh, he sort of nudges you in the in the like foot with the broom handle, um, and kind of hums softly. Do I still have my <clears throat> camera? I mean, you're in a dream, so probably. Shh. I was just like, shh, 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 shh. I don't know how cognizant she is of that fact. Yeah, for sure. She uh, eyes like snap open, looks around, and looks at him, and she goes. You don't work here. Yes, I do. Hmm. Uh, has short gray hair, caterpillar eyebrows, a craggy face, and extremely pale green eyes. It says, you're awake. And holds a hand out for you. She ignores it and gets to her feet by herself. Hmm. Uh, he starts walking away towards the lockers. She's like, oh, Jack and Beatrix aren't here, so. All right. All right. And she follows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he is kind of humming again to himself a little bit as you walk up. You look at the belt. like his, He's got like a tool belt. This is mm-hmm. like a janitor or a mm-hmm. custodian. Uh, his tool belt has, like, you know, a wrench, a screwdriver, uh, and then a weird old, like, canvas bag with a drawstring uh, on it. So, if you indeed do work here, sir, I would have to ask, what are your opinions on the recent events that have been happening in the locker room? Terrible. Sad. Eloquent, yes. Um, Tragic. Can I get your name for those quotes? Do you know me? I just said, I don't think you work here. Getty. Landon Getty. Can you spell that for me, Mab? Yeah, this this is Landon Carey, the custodian. Um, you say that as if it's fact. It is. Uh, boom. Um, Thank you. Hey, uh, you should roll investigate. I would love to. I would love to. Uh, logical deduction. Mm-hmm. Cut to the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, not using my magnifying glass. Um, technically, the illusory appearance only works for me not seeing through 
other things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's investigate. Oh my god! Oh, buddy, nice. I'm sitting here going, I only roll tens, and then I roll two sixes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you, uh, the door opens, and you see a girl there. Uh, this girl. Has short dark hair, uh, deep olive skin, and a strong aquiline nose. Uh, her expression is angry, and she jabs something at you, and you feel uh, like a like a sharp little prick of pain. Uh, and then Jack is patting your face. Where do I feel the sharp prick of pain? Uh, you look down at your hand, and your finger is bleeding. Okay. Uh, and now you're awake again. <laughs> Landon Carey. Do so I know who that is? Is this, is Arden wake up saying Landon Carey? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, yeah, the custodian. So that is actually the custodian? Yeah. Okay. You what know, about him? He doesn't, he doesn't talk. He was here. There? Here. Um, mm, did I just fall over? You fell asleep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want Are to we the get up off the grass? Yes. Hold on. I'm processing. <laughs> okay. And she gets up. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I, uh, are we, like, are the three of us the only ones in this area? That you can see. He was in the locker room, or wherever, he was here, I fell over, fell asleep, woke up, and he was standing over me, and then he just walked to the locker room, and so I decided that's where I'm going, I'll follow, and then... Did I recognize the girl that lunged at me? Uh, hmm. Well, how 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 well do you know people? I would say she knows um she knows them all kind of very in a surface fashion, but knows names and faces because that is kind of her job and she loves to get small facts about everyone so that either she knows if they're useful or useless to her. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, you know her. Um, uh, Yeah, that was a a girl named Olivia Marsh. Uh, She is a member of the equestrian team, the fencing team, and the archery club. Uh, I immediately turn over to Beatrix then and just go, Olivia Marsh, does your, your captain of... Your heart. Does she know her? Mm. Is she a member um, of the Fight Club? Do I know that? Uh, you know, um, she's definitely in uh, Miranda's clique. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her around lately around Miranda? Um, that's a good question. Have I? I, mean, I definitely would have been as paying you see any other person. Of when you're near Miranda. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she 
she's around. Now, hold still. Um, and because I have a uh, basic first aid, um, I want to like check, uh, uh, check Arden out for like bumps and bruises and stuff since she did just fall over. Mm-hmm. Is my hand still bleeding? No. Your hand, okay. What are you talking about? Your hand was never bleeding. No. Okay. <laughs> I just my. <laughs> she's just looking at her hand. And What's then, wrong? I don't know, and I don't like that I don't know. Uh, the door to the southeast lockers is open. Let's go investigate. Does someone else want to roll investigate? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I want to investigate. I want to do the thing. I'm oh, also yeah. side-eyeing Arden pretty hard right now. Um, okay. I'm going to tag the outside perspective. Cool. Um, hmm. I'm going to take one of my gloves off and like spread my hand out in front of me. I don't, this doesn't normally work in the air, but in case I get any feelings of anything, any temperature shifts, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll tag that too. Um, I don't think exploring where we shouldn't really applies here because this is a normal part of the school generally. So I don't know if it really applies in this instance because it's like the middle of the day and, you know, it is still regular part of the school. So mm-hmm. I'm not like trying to get somewhere I shouldn't necessarily. I'm looking around for stuff. So, yeah, I'll keep it at those two and see what I get. Wow. Wow. Fun. Yikes. Oh boy! Well, I have this fun That's weakness, an- Zach. If you want to use it, which is cast adrift in the grey sea. <sighs> That's a cool weakness. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, we'll make which, this even worse for you. It's my fancy way of describing like sensory overload slash shutdown. Um, because uh, I wanted yeah. to be poetic about it. Yeah, you put your hand out, um, and. You are strongly overloaded with sensation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel just waves of emotions crashing over you, as though you were, yes, adrift in the gray sea. Uh, you feel anger, uh, frustration, uh, cut with some something subtler uh, and, and stronger, like in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, something misunderstood and, and unidentified. Uh, fear. Um, sadness uh, just hits you like one after another Um, uh, you feel a prick of pain on your finger Mm -hmm. um, and you just pass out (laughs) Uh, you are you are you are um, you know you're only out for a short amount of time but Maybe it's where you fell, maybe not. When you wake up, your hair is full of sand. Huh. Uh, Beatrix and Arden, <laughs> Jack just held her hand out and fucking fell over. Is there any chance I could catch her? Yeah. Now that you're prepared. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a 
like legs crumpling kind of a vibe? Was it like literally just pass out? Like, uh, like pass out. Dope. Mm-hmm. This. But Beatrix, yeah, is able to catch uh, Jack, and and she resuscitates pretty quickly. So I like shake my head as I get up, and like all this sand just sort of like falls out mm-hmm. and hits very, my shoulders very, and around me. Very fine white sand. This is bad. Oh, ow. There's a lot here. There's a lot going on. I'm going to look down at my hand and see where I felt felt that pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's nothing there. (sighs) Would... Okay, does the myth of the sand... Would it be a, a leap like sand and people falling asleep... As an educated young lady in the early 1950s, I'm assuming I would have heard of the Sandman. Yeah, for sure. As, okay, I will like voice this out loud then. Bring me a dream. Yeah. Mm. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, Mr. Sandman. Mm-hmm. Sand me a man. <laughs> Make him the sandiest man that you can. <laughs> this is like. You ever read that stories about the Sandman? Were you ever uh, a child, Arden? I sometimes imagine <laughs> that you arrived existing as you are. Oh. Sprung fully formed. From the head of Zeus, yes, we've all read that. <laughs> no, um, we weren't much for fairy tales in my household. Mine either. Um, but that, that, that's, that's what this is, sort of, right? I mean... I'm going to scratch tale? my head and more sand just falls down, I guess. Mm. She needs some head and shoulders. No. Um, um, actually, Jack, you like scratch your head, the sand falls down, and you look as it like falls and like, it's not an arrow, but it definitely is falling in a pattern more than it should after just being shaken out of someone's hair. Oh. I am curious to know as to what these, why I saw in particular Olivia and Mr. Carey. Is the arrow pointing somewhere? <laughs> yeah, it's pointing under uh, a locker. I'm going to go over to the locker. <laughs> mm-hmm. I taken pictures. Cool. Um, um, so you'll have to develop them before you know if like they're anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Can I like Jimmy open? Oh, this locker? Or tr- I'll see if it's open first. Uh, yeah, it's open. Um, but there's nothing, you know, nothing really in there. You see there's like a gap between the, the bottom of the locker and the floor. I'm going to knock on it and see if it's like hollow or anything. Well, what I mean is like, it's not like there's, like you could like reach your hand under the locker. Oh, then Like you drop an earring and it rolls underneath yeah, the locker and okay. you're like, well, god I'll, damn it, there it goes. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop down then and reach underneath it, see what I can find. Uh, are you wearing your glove? I will do this with the gloved hand for now. Cool. Yeah, you you reach and you feel something long and like thin and and rigid, uh, and you r- grab it and pull out an arrow. Uh, you know, the kind of ar- like a training arrow, an archer arrow. Um, but there is a bit of dull uh, red stain on the tip. Ah, photograph this evidence. <laughs> Um, should I? 
And I'll hold up my other hand, which doesn't have a glove on it right now. Maybe not in here. Well, hmm, maybe in here. Ooh. Not in here. Okay. So we head back outside and I stand near Beatrix in case I pass out again. <laughs> oh, I meant as in, in within the sports area or not within the sports area. I feel like if you're going to get any kind of readings from the great beyond, it would be very potent within the sports area, as opposed to us going back to the journalism society room and doing it there. But okay. in the interest of safety, maybe heading back to the journalism office would be a good idea. All right. You don't think Julia will like search us for stuff that we take out, do you? I mean, hang on, let me look at the map again. Uh, no, there's no other bridge over Walden Pond, is there? You go, like, the right long way round, but that's... The right long way round, yeah. <laughs> That'll take us all the way around Alden House. And then House. she would be like, where's the other She's one of you? She's expecting us to come back, she'll just come looking yeah. for us. I totally forgot to read the description that I wrote for this area. <laughs> read it now, um, drop it in. No one yeah. will ever know. <laughs> um, Southeast Dock Blockers are a freestanding red brick building with a green corrugated steel roof, sitting at the intersecting corners of the archery butts and the general used athletics field. A number of stakes have been placed in a ring a few yards around the building, tied together with brightly colored barricade tape. Inside, the locker room is cool and dark, with changing benches going through the area between locker faces in two side-by-side -side banks. So there you go. <laughs> That's the description. Do we need to look around here further, or do we want to head back? I would love to see if there's any more uh, blood splatter, I guess. Uh, there's like a couple drops in this uh, on one of the central benches. Mm -hmm. It goes between the locker bent, um, locker banks. Mm -hmm. uh, but not a lot. Like, barely any. Okay. Like, less than a nosebleed. I take a picture of that, too. Mm -hmm. So when we went into the locker room, um, and that, there was no sign of Olivia Marsh there then, right? It was just no. when, Arden, uh, when Arden was asleep, she saw her. Mm -hmm. But I also got a stabbing pain in the hand when I did the thing I did. Mm -hmm. So... But I don't know that Arden had a thing with her hand, to be fair. Because so, she hasn't mm -hmm. said anything. Hasn't no, said anything. she just looked at her hand very quizzically. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I did ask if you were okay, and you were like, yes, so I couldn't push it. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, you spend a little bit more time looking around. You find like a gym bag here. Um, that like, was like, kicked behind beneath a bench. Uh, that has Olivia Marsh's name on it. Let's categorize everything and take photos. I mean, then we'll, then we'll put it back when we're done. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you do that. Like, so, now that you're so, making me take notes, you have to understand that this is how slow I go when I take <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, um, you said that there was, like, a little bit of blood that went under a locker? No, it was on the bench. Oh, okay. And Sorry. on the arrow. The arrow was, below, was underneath a locker. Yes. Okay. 
We did not hear anything about Olivia being taken to the nurse's office. No. Do you think she's the one that shot Talia? <gasps> Should we go investigate? <gasps> Jack. What 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 do you want me to do? Well, your mom works in the nurse's office. Your mom is the nurse. She's one of the nurses, yeah. I mean Yeah. I can go ask if you Yeah, okay. Alright, thank you. You're welcome. I just you know. Do do we want to go there now? Yes. Let's take a look at the whatever the official term for archery the range. Is. The range, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go take a look around there a little bit, just in case, uh, and then we should head on out. Sure, yeah. You go to the archery butts. Um, you know, they, they were cleaned up uh, last time they were used, so there's not really anything over here. Uh, that you can find, um, you know, there's the there's like some bum- bundles of arrows in a little locker, mm-hmm. um, and like the bows hung up where they go, uh, but no blood, no no, mm-hmm. you know, strangeness. All right, let's go to the nurse's office. All right, yeah, you head over to the nurse's office. Uh, it is a sterile, calming place with a handful of chairs set up in the front area for waiting students and visitors, along with a great big wooden desk that the nurses take shifts manning. Uh, past a curtain divider are two rows of four beds, themselves divided by shower curtains, with a more in-depth examination area along the back wall. The clock here seems louder than others throughout the campus. Uh, you walk in and you see Nurse Evelyn, Evelyn Wise, uh, sitting. And she says, oh, Jack and Jack's friends. Hey, Mom. Um, we were wondering if we could see Talia, if she's doing okay. Uh, actually, Talia is not here. She was... Well, is I guess it's, she was transferred to a hospital in the city. Oh. I'll look around at the other two. Like, mm. Are you able to disclose the nature of the injuries that she sustained? Uh, I don't... Hmm. She, uh, can you roll convince or, or investigate? Uh, yeah, actually, roll investigate. All right. Because uh, by default, she does not want to disclose it. Right. Um, and this is, not, this is mark- more about getting clues than... Yeah. Yes. I'm going to mark down access to private info, <laughs> uh, nothing is little, and um, cut to the truth. Because I'm rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, so it was investigate? Or convince? Sorry, it was... <clears throat> Which one am I rolling? Uh, sorry, which thing? Which one? No, I was wondering, what was I rolling again? The move is investigate. Investigate. See, I have a way to help, but I had nothing to give you to help. I That's only okay. have hurt with you. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I rolled an eight. All and I right. just three. So you get three, uh, you, get, um, you get three clues to ask a question, 
Mm-hmm. I can also choose one. Your investigation exposes you to danger. The clues you get are fuzzy and complete or part true, part false. Or whoever or whatever you're asking the questions can ask you one question as well. You answer the same terms. All right. Yeah. Um, my first question is uh, about the, the nature of uh, Talia's injuries. Uh, yeah, the strange thing is that she wasn't. Um, I mean, she had like a little... Her finger was bleeding, but that was nothing. She just was comatose. Uh, at this, Arden, Arden goes first from like a little bit confused, then to her eyebrows go up. I see. And I take it that would be the same for uh, Eileen and Jessica as well. Oh, uh, no. Eileen and Jessica, um, I mean, they, they fell asleep. They- passed out over there they had a fainting spell uh but they had no blood and or no or no no cuts and they are awake though they are back in the uh in the in the beds just so we can keep an eye on them okay hold on Uh, if you want you can ask a question of eileen or jessica as well um okay with 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 those clues this is all the same area okay yeah i would love to to ask them uh, about it. Huh? Uh, is it okay if we go see them? Yeah, sure. They're just back there. All right. Uh, yeah, you see Eileen Mortensen and Jessica Valiant, uh, just two girls who go to school here. Uh, fairly average girls, uh, except for their cool, Jessica's cool name. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> a very cool name. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they say, hey, we were just, um, we were just going over there to run laps in the morning when we passed out. All right. Well, how would you guys like to feel as being a part of the story in the school newspaper? Sure. All right. And uh, so Arden just pulls up one of the chairs right in between their two beds and sits down, pulls out her little notebook, and is just like, can you recount anything that happened while you guys were there? If you uh, felt anything before you passed out, anything that you might have like experienced while unconscious... Yeah, it was weird. There was, it's very fuzzy, but it was like, there was like an, now that you mention it, I had a dream of an old man talking to me, um, saying, Find me someone who's awake. All right, hold up. I'm just writing down notes. <laughs> Interesting. And did you see uh, anything else? Or you just fell asleep one moment and woke up on the track the next? Oh, I woke up here the next. Oh, you woke up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And did you recognize the man that you were speaking to? No, it was very fuzzy. All right. Uh, so, yeah, um, Arden will just have, like, a few more, like, sort of general questions for them. Um, just to keep up the ruse mm-hmm. of her story, which is going to be an actual story. She will actually write it up. Um, it is her, Incredible. her pastime. Um mm-hmm. And then looks to Beatrix and Jack to see if there's anything else that they have. Did you hear music? 
Yeah. Like a, like a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Was that, be- was that when you were dreaming or before you fell asleep? I didn't, I don't remember hearing it when I was awake, but I definitely remember hearing it in my dream. <clears throat> Okay. And then to clarify for us as players, did we hear the music or was it Jack when she first started? Uh, Jack around? was the one who first heard it, but the, all of you heard it. Okay, cool. And he said, find me someone who is awake? Mm hmm. Which is weird because everyone's awake, right? Right, yeah, right. Except for Talia. Oh, boy. Yeah, I guess so. Well, ladies, thank you for your time. If you remember anything else, you can find us in the journalism room. Okay. Thank you. Uh, And so she'll just get up and sort of nod to Beatrix and Jack and just be like, all right, let's let's bounce. I can't think of anything else to ask. Unless anyone mm-hmm. else has anything, then you can use one of my clues. <laughs> I think you've used all your clues. I yeah, think, I, think so. I, I feel like it. Just so let's. Yeah, we all head back to the journalism room then. All right, you're back in the journalism room. Uh, you can start setting up um, uh, the, your dark room to develop those photos you took. Yep. I'm gonna sit down in a chair <laughs> and yes, put the arrow plan. on it. And I'll um, put my bare hand... Actually, I'll take both gloves off and put my hands on it to see what happens. Cool. Uh, Roll to investigate. All right. Probably your touch of the grave uh, tag. Uh, Touch the grave is a thing I can do to other people. Um, The eye tag is like another ability. Oh, psychometry. yeah, the psychometry is my picking is my reading stuff off. Um sure. I don't think I'm gonna be able to realistically I am in the journalism room, but you I'm are not in the journalism room. Hell yeah. Um Arguably I am the right tool for this job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. You're not a tool. I mean If you're asking Arden, yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, wait, no, you don't mean in the insult sense. You just mean that people are told. (laughs) Right, okay. Uh, Investigate. All right. So you you get clues. Okay. All right. So um, who shot this arrow and what were they aiming at? That might be two questions, but... Uh, nobody shot this arrow. All right, Odysseus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, this there's um, you get a um, flash of an argument in the um, locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Talia Time. Uh, let me find get my description of her. Uh, you see Talia Time, uh, strawberry blonde hair, bright blue eyes, uh, kind of looking confused and a little bemused mm-hmm. um, as Olivia Marsh is upset about something. Um, Talia 
puts up her hands to like calm her down right as uh, Olivia jabs at her with the arrow in her hand um, mm. like like just gesticulating with it mm-hmm. and stabs Talia in the hand mm-hmm. and that is the that's so that's what that was who shot this arrow no one Talia of uh, uh, Talia was the one who was hit with it mm-hmm. okay You, right. want, you can ask more, spend more clues to see to unlock bonus content. Yes, <laughs> I would. I would like to. Uh, yes, um, yeah. I guess as um, if I'm thinking about this psychometry thing, I guess I want to be able to look round or like follow. I want to follow Olivia if I can, like yeah, or hear sure. what the argument is about. It's really bizarrely not about anything it okay. like here listening to it like you, you can feel uh olivia's emotions of this like huge like frustration like mm-hmm. you know how dare she sort of like feelings towards uh talia yeah she's like really upset about something but it's like the words the things she's voicing anger about just are like non-issues okay it's like she's looking for reasons to be mad at talia yeah um uh um you see this poke the air the poker with the arrow um yeah. and there was a flash of light and talia just crumples to the ground okay um you get this feeling of uh from olivia of oh my god i killed her yeah uh, and then she drops the arrow and runs away okay Was that two of my three? That would be two of your three, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm just making my notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Olivia is out of this like flashback sort of scene that you're seeing, but you could ask yeah. more questions about it. About the scene, okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I guess I want to look around in in the visual. Like, I want to figure out because I was given a clue. Like mm-hmm. somebody directed me, so I guess I want to look around and see if there's any. Basically, I want to try and what I'm trying to suss out is who gave me that clue, or how I yeah. was given that clue. For sure, yeah. You like watch. It's like like watching like. You know how, like in a in a found footage movie, the camera will fall to the ground, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and like keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of keeps rolling, and the air was picked up again. And you see that old man with the caterpillar eyebrows and the mm-hmm. extremely pale green eyes. Uh, and he like he's got tears going down his face as he looks at the arrow and looks at um, Talia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like in the background, you can hear like you know. Um, people are coming uh mm-hmm. and he he like puts the arrow beneath the, the locker and then melts in the sand as people walk in <laughs> so back in the journalism room i sort of let go of the arrow and it clatters to the desk and i'm like mm-hmm. so mr Kerry can literally turn into sand that sounds incredibly fake 
Fuck off, Arden. Why would I lie about it? I, I'm not saying that you're lying. I'm saying that it sounds incredibly I mean, fake. Just like as a general thing. I mean, that's not the weirdest thing that's happened in general. <laughs> we we need to find Mr. Kerry, or we need to find Olivia. Preferably, we find both. More sides of the story. I think Kerry's already given you his side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would like to ask him what he means by bring me someone who's awake. I um, mean, you might already know that. I was going to say, isn't the whole thing with being us is that we're awake? Yeah. Isn't, isn't so that... that we can go and be like, yo, what can we do to fix this? That's Mab Arden. Yeah. <clears throat> if Arden would say that. Yeah, so, I, think, I think what you're doing to fix it is, is solving the mystery. Yeah. We should just, to, just so we don't spend too much time looking for his, like, his, his thing yeah. is done now. Yes. Okay. We should go speak to Olivia. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, those photos will take a while to develop, so. Yeah, how long do photos take to develop? I don't know. Like, you, the solution kid, does something, leave. but I don't think they have to dry and develop. Yeah. Like, you got to get the negatives out and then you bathe them in the solution and then. I Let's don't know. Just Google just, it. CVS says approximately three weeks, but um, I'm pretty sure that's how long you have to wait for them to process yeah. it. <laughs> um, Welcome to Googling Facts <laughs> with it. Paul Lita. <laughs> uh, let's see. How to develop film in a dark room. Thank you. Wiki how. Um, okay, that's nice. That's nice. Just as the steps, the I can't room. really find an amount of it time. was like, it didn't... Okay, turn off the lights, that's nice. Yes, alright. This is a very long step-by-step -step process, but that's how it goes with WikiHow. Film typically needs 8.5 to 11 minutes to develop. So that's the bathing, and then they, then they dry, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, first minute of developing, agitate the film for 30 seconds, then place the tank on the flat surface for 20 seconds. After 20 seconds, agitate the film for the remaining 10 seconds of the first minute. Second minute of developing, let the film tank rest on a flat surface for 50 seconds. Agitate the film for 10 seconds. Uh, okay, I guess admittedly, it doesn't take a long time at all. You just have to sit there and shake your film around for a few seconds, <laughs> for like a few minutes. So you could have uh, been doing that minutes. while yeah, that's what I was Jack figuring. was doing the thing. Uh, repeat the same agitation and rest times you used in the second minute of developing every minute until the film's finished developing. Pour the pour it out. Um, fill the tank with stop bath and agitate it for 30 seconds. Um, but you have to do that for like each photo. Yes. Uh, the exact number of minutes you should leave the fixer in the tank depends on the film you're using, but it's typically between three to five minutes. Uh, so yeah, about yeah, like 11 minutes total. So I'm, uh, that's, oh, I, I'll probably just, oh, now I have to know about what film was like. Well, you could, you could just, you could in theory get one photo developed if you go well, through the like, negatives. Well, because I was thinking like, was... I, yeah, I was probably just um, doing the negatives. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Now, so as you know, you could spend like a few minutes doing this. Yes. <laughs> is, is, is the we final get, verdict. We get very distracted by this, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, yeah, the, the photos come out and they come out normal. Um, they're not like affected by magic or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, though you do see like um, in the background of a lot of them is like, you know, a broom or like someone's pant leg or like mm-hmm. the hmm. the edges of land and carry. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan, uh, detectives? Well, we got, we got to find Olivia Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. How do you go about doing that? Well, we know she's in various sports teams, but she's not going to be over by the sports area because that's where we just were. It'd be like, might make sense to check the dormitories first. Mm-hmm. See if she's in her room. And if she's not there, then we then have to try and find her, like, systematically looking or asking her friends if they've seen her, where she might be. Cool. Yeah, uh, that should work. Um, this could, uh, you know, I'll just tell you um, that you should probably, like, know this. Uh, is that, like, you know, when the fencers and stuff are not, like, in clubs... If they're not anywhere else, they're usually at Aldine House. Is that where uh, Miranda's Fight Club is as well? That's their like mm-hmm. clubhouse, right? That is that is the Miranda's Clubhouse. Welp. Guess we'd better pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to score you an invitation. And a date, Beatrix. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. If Beatrix's hair is up, just like maybe you should like take your hair down a little or something. <laughs> hold, Jack and Arden. Hold on. Hold on a little bit. <laughs> just let me listen. Just, the just t- let us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Lord, Beatrix is like Undo your vaguely, a bit. <laughs> vaguely trying to bat them away, but failing at it. We're well-meaning. Uh, to Aldean cool. House, then. Al- yeah. To Aldean House. You head up to Aldean House, a beautiful clubhouse on the north side of the campus near the fencing gym. Built decades after the school founding, the clubhouse is a two-story building with a large open lower floor, the sitting area and kitchen, and a smaller upper floor that overlooks the lower one. Uh, you, As you, you walk up, it is... A beautiful house, uh, a lot of whitewashed, uh, like, uh, paneling, um, just a lot of it's painted white, just in general. Um, the little, like, patio area has, like, a, like, a step up to a porch, um, that has a, a rail, a, like, a, like, a stairwell, well, railing on it, uh, and on, um, that stairwell, uh, there's, you know how like there like stairwells uh, at corners and at the bottom have like usually like wooden spheres or whatever you call those, like knobs. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, there, there are two here, but they are, um, they are carved. Um, one of them is carved in the shape of a horse's head, and the other one is carved in the in the shape of a castle uh, rampart. 
So a knight and a rook. Yeah, knight and a rook. Hmm. Um, as you look up, you hear conversation inside. The windows are open. It's got big bay windows overlooking things, and you see, you know, various equestrians and fencers uh, just sort of relaxing uh, at leisure. Uh, at leisure <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Um, you see there's a lot of just sort of, um, you know, like, uh, foils, like with the, with, you know, but with the, um, the, the little nubbin on the end so that you can't kill anybody with it. Can't kill anyone uh, with a foil. <laughs> uh, and other fancy That's quitter equipment. talk. <laughs> um, Listen, I used to fence with a rapier, let me tell you. <laughs> and, yeah, there's all sorts of, you know, there's, there's swords in this house. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. In this swords. house we have swords. In this house we have swords. In this, this house we've got house. sword lesbians. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you don't, you don't see Miranda and you don't see Olivia, at least from the outside. I'm going to walk in. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you all walk in? Hmm, I've got an idea, but I don't know how feasible it is. What's your idea? Well,. We can potentially say that we're here looking for Olivia on uh, prefect business. Uh, then mm. I would not. Be, you would have to stop Mm-mm. me from walking in. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to like discuss your approach before you like head up to the porch, yeah, you are well within your uh, your uh, possibility to do that. Uh, sure, Beatrix. Mm-hmm. Did you have? plans I just think maybe maybe it might be a good idea to have some semblance of propriety going into this okay but what does that actually mean Beatrix journalism is a very a uh, well-respected profession. Uh, I don't like your attitude right there, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand what you're going for, Beatrix. I just mean we... It might be better with the weight of some authority. I mean, journalism is noble and all, but... I don't know, it just... I don't know if... If if Olivia is con- is hiding because she's done something wrong, maybe... Uh, maybe saying that we're here to report on it isn't the best option. Yeah, but if she thinks she's done something wrong, which it kind of did, I guess... Coming here saying that you're on prefect business isn't exactly going to set the right tone either. But look, if you want to do that, you two could go in and I'll like wait outside. And if she like decides to run off, I'll run after her. Yeah, I was wondering if we want one of us on the back entrance and one on the front entrance. Yeah. Just in case. I don't know if uh, 
me going in as part of prefect business is a good idea. It's definitely a bad idea if I do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little more known for journalism and not, and being not a prefect. And nobody that's a member of Aldine House is going to want me there. All right. Then I guess... I guess I can try to flush her out. All right. (laughs) All right. This is going to go so well. (laughs) I love this plan. So, uh... Where are uh, Arden and Jack in this scene now? Okay. Do you want front door or back door? Back door. All right. Is there like a bench outside or should I just like sit on the stairs leading up into the house? Or like lean against the wall and I'm like taking notes and then catching like catching Uh, up on my notes. I mean, there's benches around like on the paths to like just sit and enjoy um, nature. Yeah, I don't want to be too close to the front. Mm -hmm. There's definitely like there's like a swing seat on the um, (gasps) on the porch itself. Oh my god, that's even better. (laughs) Change my mind. I want to be there. (laughs) Cool. And I'm like on the other side of the house, I guess. So if there's a a back door or whatever, just like yeah, there's a the other side of the building. So near Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. For sure. And uh, Beatrix, you are walking up the steps. Yes. Very with nice. with purpose. Mm-hmm. With your hair artfully tussled, just yeah. in case. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you walk up the steps. Uh, the door is open, uh, unlocked. The swings open. The, the windows are already just open to the air because it's a lovely day out. As you walk in... Um, and the conversation stops. People are looking at you. You look up. You see the uh, the upper floor with its little uh, railing uh, of of, of um, white wood, where a lounge uh, upstairs sits. And you see Miranda Aldine sitting up there in a little on a little couch. Uh, and next to her, sitting on a chair, is Olivia Marsh, who sees you and her eyes get wide. And Miranda speaks, and she says, Beatrix, it's so nice to see you. To what do we owe the occasion? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not sure Beatrix was expecting to be addressed by Miranda herself. <laughs> um, Sapphire, help me. I have been unable to weave. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Um, you actually so, see, you look up and you see, like, there's like fencing sorts of stuff. Um, hanging on the wall next to Miranda is a for real longsword. Um,. I think um I think Beatrix uh stammers a little and is just like it's it it it's always nice to see you too uh Miranda um I just uh was actually coming because I needed to 
I, I needed to uh, talk to Olivia. And she kind of like straightens her uh, her shirt self-consciously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Olivia's face pales. Um, Miranda looks over at her. Uh, and like makes eye contact and you see Olivia like shake her head and she turns back to you and she says well Beatrix I'm so very sorry but it looks like she's not in the mood to talk I'm not sure upon what business you're seeking out one of my club mates but it would be unbefitting of me as a captain to simply hand her over with no recourse. Challenge her to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Um. So I do not challenge her to a duel. <laughs> oh, <Aww. damn. laughs> Missed opportunities. I mean, the night is still, or the day is still young, (laughs) but um, as of right now, I do not challenge her to a duel. Um, She can tell you to up with a sword another day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, I just needed to speak to her in my capacity as a prefect. It's Nothing, uh, nothing dire or anything, but it would be greatly helpful if, if I could talk to her. Um, I actually forgot, this is, this is a new episode, I should probably describe Miranda Aldine. Extremely pale blonde hair, eyes so dark as to appear entirely black. Uh, she's wearing like a soft white blouse uh, and a pair of uh, like uh, riding pants uh, with and boots. Um, and there is a skylight behind her that frames her head as she looks down at you. <laughs> God. Now you're just targeting me, Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks down at you and she says, you know, I think I've got an idea. Mm-mm. She's going to challenge you to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> How about a bit of sport? If this is not dire, then it's not something that can't be negotiated. Have you fenced before? Yes. Uh, and as she's talking, a few of the girls around like, are all standing up and kind of walking over to stand in a line uh, immediately beneath her balcony. Jesus Christ. Oh boy, <laughs> she's she's an aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I've had the opportunity. Well, it's like swimming; you just have to dive in head first, uh, and someone puts a sword in your hand. <laughs> oh boy. I love this Artie so much. Was wishing she could witness this right now. I was watching Artie, through Artie, the window. It, you, you are watching through the window. The window's open. Yeah. Um, you see, there are four girls in front of Beatrix who all have uh, fencing swords. 
uh, at the moment, I'm just watching. But I am watching, like, this is high-level entertainment. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Olivia starts to, like, talk to, to, to um, Miranda. She's like, Miranda, I, 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 and Miranda, like, looks at her and, like, she immediately be qu- is quiet. And she says, we must uphold and respect the law of the blade. <laughs> well. <laughs> <clears throat> the four girls get into fencing positions. Good luck, Bay. <laughs> Beatrix, like, can I Squares. can I hmm? call out something before? Yeah. Okay, I think Arden's not gonna climb in through the window, but she's yeah. definitely leaning in through the window. She's like, doesn't four to one seem a little unfair? Would you like to join in? No, I was wondering why not you or Olivia. Uh, Beatrix is just like making like cutting <laughs> motions with her hand and shaking her head. Um, Arden, Miranda looks at you and smiles and she says, My dear, that would be even less fair. Hmm. I don't see why Olivia can't defend herself then. Olivia is under my protection, and thus her defense is a matter of my decision. And you don't think she can speak for herself? She doesn't have to. She doesn't want to, or she doesn't have to? Miss Calloway, if you would like to come in and take up a sword, you are welcome to. But I do not condone heckling. All right. Uh, and two Give girls stand up. Two girls stand up and just close the window on you. <laughs> I'll just go in through the front door. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, all right, fine. <laughs> you closing the window on my face makes it worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you get a sword too if you want. All right, sure. Yeah, I'll take one. Probably got a basic level of knowing how to fence, but does not in any capacity because I did not take that talent. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Cannot do it well. <laughs> so, Jack, you are on the outside of the house. Uh, you can probably hear most of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I'm just face-palming real hard. <laughs> um, and I will... I guess I will... I Do I know that there's the two levels in there? Yeah. Okay, I want to... <clears throat> while... I'm going to get close so I can see what's going on. Face-palm. What I want to do is, like, get in and up behind Olivia and Miranda while this is going on. Incredible. Uh, okay, <laughs> so we'll handle that in a little bit. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to fort- sword fight uh, some fencers? <laughs> I would like to challenge Olivia, personally. Well, that's not happening. Not in this castle. You make it all so disappointing. Um, Beatrix is definitely going to because this is an opportunity to potentially impress her crush. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think Arden takes the sword, but is definitely just like, this is beneath me. <laughs> sure. Then it looks like, then it sounds like Beatrix is the one who's going toe to toe. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, so when you uh, use your abilities to overcome someone or something in a struggle for control, state what your goal is. Uh, my goal 
is to disarm these girls as impressively as possible. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I would be willing to spend my help point to make you look cool somehow. Yeah. I don't know how, what but I want it to happen. Yeah, take the level one uh, positive status backed up. Uh, how do I do that again? That just, just, just put a, just put a plus one on your, on your, um, on your, the little thing up here. The power okay. card, you can push yeah, it up by one. The power okay. card, I, I did it for you. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, um, what I am going to tap, mm -hmm. I would like to tap Ruthless, because I am <laughs> going it. to win. Yep. Yeah. I Love would it. like to tap Indomitable, because I am going to win. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would like to tap superior strength because I am going to win. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to tap determined because I am going to win. Uh -huh. Um. Hmm. This is amazing. Can I sell you on uh holding myself to a higher standard or authoritative? Uh maybe holding yourself to a Hmm. Because my my pitch you can for tap my... holding yourself to a higher standard if you don't tap superior strength, because okay. if you're using your strength, that means you're not just using the fencing sword. You're going to be throwing these girls around, which is okay. not a higher standard. I think holding yourself to a okay. higher standard would be keeping yourself within the realms of fencing, um, which would not it does would not be benefited by your incredible strength. Okay. So may I pitch you on authoritative? So I I actually would like to switch superior strength for uh, holding oh, myself to a higher standard, but mm -hmm. I'd like to pitch you on authoritative because I am trying to assert my dominance. Sure, yeah, I like that. Um, I am going to tag your weakness, <clears throat> mm -hmm. uh, which uh, which is. Um, will say uncontrollable rage because you're okay. going to be you're going to be fighting to keep that down which is going to make it harder for you. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Which should uh right so we've got 1 2 3 4 plus 1 uh so minus 1 as well. Total of plus 4. Uh, I think you get to mark um, attention on your on your uh, on your expression theme because I am activating your tag. Okay. Uh, and yeah, let's go toe to toe. So, uh, uh, roll power on a, on a seven to nine. Choose one on ten plus. Choose uh, two. That doesn't look right. Okay. Um, because I have. Yeah, I have tap yes, tagged yes. five, and then I tagged my weakness, but I have yeah. So we didn't okay. didn't actually have to put in the, the minus one. We just have to tag hit click the button. I didn't. I okay. my math was wrong. Okay, we're all good. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna go toe to toe. Good luck. Toe to toe with these girls. Oh wow! Ooh. 